welcome to Unplug the Podcast, where we plug people with disabilities, people who are neurodiverse and or chronically ill, plus their carers, people like me. We're going to talk about business and abilities, tell stories that ignite conversation, create inclusion and show you how entrepreneurship can be a way of meaningful employment. Anything is possible, Unplug. Hi, I'm just jumping on to let you know that we've changed the name from Unplug to Disinfluencer. Everything's the same. We just changed the name. So there'll be reference to that. We did it in April 23. Enjoy this episode. Awesome. Are you good to go? Yep. Sure. I didn't I didn't ask, how do I introduce you besides Reese the lawyer? Like what's your official fancy title? Do you have one? No, that's that's it. That's it. Reese the lawyer. I'm the principal of a law firm, I guess you could say that. Um, yeah, you can introduce me here you like. All right. Well, Reese the lawyer, principal of a law firm, that law firm being Dalwood Lawyers in Wagga, but you service people far and wide, I guess. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, Reese. Um, we've tried a few times to do this interview and you're powering on and I'm kind of making you because like I said I don't think I can ask you for another favor you're recovering from COVID um, so we'll see how we go but thank you so much for joining me now I like to kick off by giving you a plug I've got to give you a few so I'm gonna go back to I think this is way before COVID when I first came into your office and you were the first person besides a techie startup person that had a standing desk. Do you remember that from the long I do. Yep, <laughs> I was like, yep. wow, you've got a standing desk. That's cool. And then you helped me with um, one of my many <laughs> shit shows. Can we say that? I don't know. And you sorted it out. So um, thank you for that. And then, um, like I said, you've been a bit of a champ and always supported all my random things. And I ask you to do all these random things like this and you say yes. So I'm grateful. So yay, Reese, thank you. Very welcome. It's always my pleasure. Ah, oh, lovely. All right. So Reese, if um if I asked you what your if I asked your kids what you did for work, what would they say? Oh, look, oh, it's an interesting question. They'd say, well, well, he's a lawyer. Um, but if you ask them what does that mean, they probably wouldn't be able to go much further than that. Well, actually, they'd probably, it's funny, you know, kids kids are funny. They would probably pick pick up or remember some really, really random thing that I've said about what I do at some stage over the years and say that's what it is. Um so I don't know. I don't know what they'd say, but they'd find particularly one of my kids. He would, he would say, "Oh no, don't you do blah," being something that I maybe do once every two or three years. That he's got <laughs> in my, his mind that that's that's what the whole job is. Yeah, cool. And as um a lawyer, and I'm going to ask you if you have an elevator pitch. Oh look, not really anymore i mean there's a lot of things that i'd say about about our business but look the, the key the key feature of it our- oh you're gone come back ah. am i back you're back. I'm back okay cool the the key feature feature of our business is, which is um probably a bit different from a lot of other certainly law firms is that we're very much 
people focused. Like there is a there's there's part of what we do, which is legal work, and there's some expertise and qualifications that we have here. Um, but m- more than that, it's about taking care of people, and that's taking care of ourselves and our team here, and making it a really good place to work. But also really focusing on what individual clients need, rather than saying, okay, there's a legal problem, I'll solve solve that legal problem in the way that you know solves the legal problem. Um, we want to look and say, well, hang on, every different client wants the legal problem solved in a different way or needs the legal problem solved in a different way. And that's really what we try and focus on in, in the work that we do. Yeah, awesome. Well, I can definitely um, attest that that is exactly what you do because that's what you've done for me over the years. And um, the next question, I think you've already answered it about the favourite thing you do and I'll just kind of give our listeners a bit of an insight. So you were working somewhere and then you and Nick have gone out on your own and it was just you two in a beautiful little tiny shop and I can't even, you've just moved again and I don't even know how many staff you have now. How many staff do you have? We're at, I think we're at 11 now. Wow. That is crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's pretty pretty good. And when did you when did you when did you start? When did you go out together? So we we kicked off our business at the start of 2017. So coming up to about six years now. Um, yeah, and we we grew organically. We started from nothing. We very much had a blank slate. We didn't have any clients. We had no tools. We had no um, sort of documents or precedents or really we had nothing. Everything that we um, that we have sort of built has come from scratch, which is a really daunting way to build a business in a way. And um, but it's also really exciting as well because you start with zero legacy. There are no there are no problems or any problems that we have we've made ourselves, um, as opposed to inheriting them. So it's been yeah. a really fun, fun journey. It's a really creative process building a business from as you'd know building a business from the ground up because there are just a huge range of decisions that you need to make about everything from, you know, how, what your letterhead looks like to what font you'll use for your standard um, uh, business correspondence and things like things like that. Some of them have, you know, absolutely no or minimal consequences, um, but some of them have pretty significant consequences. So it's a fun kind of creative process starting from scratch. Yeah, well, it's interesting you say that because I remember one of the insights you gave me um, was the decision matrix, like Mm -hmm. with business partners, like who knows who's got that domain expertise in what area Mm -hmm. and then you um, decide ahead of time who gets to kind of pull rank on that decision based on this decision matrix. So, um, yeah, and, and the reason why I've asked you to come onto the podcast is in season one I kind of rambled my way through a quasi-incubator and I keep saying to people, you know, we want to help entrepreneurs who have disabilities um, and put them on the marketplace and they might have a product or service and not have the infrastructure. But I keep telling everyone, like the lawyer and accountant, you have to speak speak to them you have to see them because and you've always said um you know to have that conversation because it's better to go have a conversation with someone and build rapport and plus lawyers are pretty cool people I've got like lots of really good friends that are lawyers they're really fun like so when things do go to shit you're not like 
scrounging around trying to find someone that you have no relationship or no rapport with that can help you. Um, like you said, you're all about people, right? So if people um, can connect with you and have that rapport, then when things do go to shit, they've got, you know, you're not starting at ground zero. You can kind of come in and, and you know, how that person's personality and how to work with them and then, you know, look at that legal issue to solve it for them. Yeah, that's right. You want to build rapport up front so that so that you've got a person on your team. It's about, and I think we've talked about this in the past. It's about building a team of people that you can call on for various for various things as, as your business or your venture grows or as problems crop up. Like you say, you can call someone and say, "Hey, is this a problem?" Um, and it's really useful to be able to get some informal, kind of off the cuff advice from somebody because sometimes you get worried. People in business. Um, get worried about things happening and they're just non-issues. Um, so it's really valuable to have a relationship with with a good lawyer who who can who can triage things. And sometimes the answer is look, don't even, don't even worry about it. Just it's not a problem. Just ignore it and get on with with doing something more useful. Reese, I think I've been one of those people that rang you with one of those like, oh my God, what do I do? And you're just like, it's not an issue, don't worry about it. And it's like such a, you know, just even to have someone that you can say stuff to out loud and then for them to go like, you know, because you're in your head, right? So you blow it up into this big gigantic thing and then you say it out loud and someone's like, there's no, you know, no issue here and you can be like, oh, right, and then you can kind of, it's out of your head, you're done and you can kind of move on. So, yeah, what a relief. But I wanted to talk to you, I, I, I want to talk to you about so many things, but what I really wanted to dive into, um, if we can, um, before Christmas, so we are, what's the date today? It's the 2nd of March, 1st of March, 2nd of March. So before Christmas, and I've got it here on my screen, and I thought this was genius, right? And I, I want to talk to you about this. You did a post on, well, not you, Bellwood Lawyers. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, put a post up on Instagram, and I'm, I'm reading it here, right? Mm. What is the most <laughs> laughing because it's, it's genius. I love it. What is the most boring gift you can give? This Christmas, question mark, new line. A will, new line. If you're stuck for ideas for Christmas gifts for your adult child, get them a will. Boring but sensible. Get in touch for a gift voucher. Now, loved it. And you and when I was speaking to you about it, you're like, oh, you know, it wasn't, didn't really do anything. But I'm like, here we are having a conversation about it and I'm going to put my marketing hat on back to you and be like, you have to kind of send this message a million times. But anyway, we won't go down that rabbit hole. But I just want to talk to you about the importance of having a will. Can we can we do that? Yeah, we can. First, I want to say two things about, about that, um, that little campaign. One, we absolutely nicked it from somebody else. Um, there was another firm. Don't tell anyone that. Don't tell no, anyone I, that. I've got to, got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, okay. There was a, a firm, uh, a lawyer I was speaking to from a complete, completely different market somewhere else in Australia, and it came up in conversation with with her, and she said, oh, yeah, we we, we sell this idea to, to our clients and, you know, as, as a marketing um, idea. But And I thought it's a, it is a really great idea because sometimes – um, people are stuck for a gift and it's a good gift. Um, and, you know, as parents, we all want our kids to take care of care of their, um, their affairs. So it's the kind of thing that a parent might say, yep, I'm sick of asking my kids to do that. I'm just going to buy it for them. 
So that's the first thing. I, I think it's a, a really good idea. Second thing, it was a complete flop in terms of um, in terms of actually selling any wills. We didn't get a single inquiry for that. So, you know, it's not going to stop us from trying ideas like that. Still think it's a good idea, but so far it's not been very successful. Well, now, I think it's genius. Well, thank you. If I remember who actually had the idea, I'll pass it, pass it on to them. Um, but thank you. Um, the the importance of a will, it's it's one of those things. You don't need a will to die. Um, and if you die without a will, it's not the end of the world. However, if you want to take care of your family and the people you leave, leave behind, then you absolutely should get some advice about a will. Because it might be that if you die without a will, the outcome for your family is something that you don't want. Yep. Um, and regardless of what the outcome is, dying without a will is going to be more expensive and complicated for your family. So it's, it's one of those things. And if you want to take care of the people you leave behind, you've, got to, you've just got to do it. And there are some interesting things we can do in the estate planning space to, to create some tax savings for those that you leave behind and, and sort of your family down the generations. Um, there's some things we can do. But look, it, it's every decent or... To be honest, every half-decent lawyer in the state can can write you a will. Um, so if you haven't got one, you should just reach out to, to a lawyer you know, reach out to us and we can talk to you about what we can do. So for a will, like do I call you up and like, hey, Reese, I, I need to address um, getting a will and is it like do I come in and have a chat and is it done? Like what's the process? Look, so the, the normal way that we approach it is you call up and say, hey, I want to talk about a will. And I say, great, let's sit down and talk one day, either in person or on the phone or over Teams or Zoom or whatever. Um, and we get some information because the will, the will itself has to be appropriate for your circumstances. So to write a will that's right, I need to know about you, your family, work, assets, what you're trying to achieve, what your family's needs are in the future. And from there, we can say, well, this is the this is what we think is the appropriate way for you to achieve what you want. And you'll say, yes, no, maybe. Sometimes there's things that you need to think about and ponder or talk to your family about. Um, but once you've sort of digested what, what we propose as a good way forward and given us some confirmed instructions, we prepare a prepare the document, get you in or, or sign it over over video conference and then it's done. Wow, so that's it. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to go there, but like what's a ballpark figure for that process? What are you looking no, that, at? That's fine. It depends. Is, is yeah, the, yeah. The normal, the normal lawyer's answer is it depends. Now, <laughs> a, a, a will for a single person is, is relatively, relatively, um, cheap but there are other things that we would often recommend you do when you do a will sort of as part of the estate planning process and depending on your circumstances as as circumstances um get more complicated and certainly as there is more money involved and more sort of complicated wealth structures involved the cost can go up yeah but but our approach to to um sort of customer service and pricing has always been that we provide quotes for people 
um, yeah. that you know we don't we don't charge people unless unless they've um, said that it's okay to pay pay the price for what we're doing. So if somebody came in and said how much the will going to cost, I'd say well I don't know till I've spoken to you, but I'll talk to you, give you a quote, and then you decide whether you want to go ahead. Yeah, awesome. So what's why would I go to a lawyer and not just get the thing at the post office? Um, well, you'd go to a lawyer because you want to make sure that what you think is going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. And there are, look, there are probably a, a whole range of circumstances and, you know, where you could go to a wheel, a post office, get the wheel kit, or I think there's some services online and the document would do <coughs> exactly what you think it's going to do. The problem is that if it doesn't, by the time that is realised, you're necessarily going to be dead and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, right. So yeah. I, if if you want to save money um, or if you want to do something for free, that's fine. But, yeah, you do have to accept the risk that the, the document that you get doesn't actually achieve what you want and it might do something quite dramatically different from what you want. Yeah, yeah, cool. I just wanted to put it out there because I think, you know, the listeners will know and you know it as well, like I'm a big Scott Pape fan, the Barefoot Investor, and he has a thing called the Fearless Folder. And it's about, you know, not looking at this stuff as gory or weird or yuck. It's quite empowering to have your affairs in order. And that's right. Like it might be great to have um, a, a cheapo will or but like once you're gone, it could turn into a bit of a shit show, I, I'm going to say, and that, you know, for for the money, for the legal advice to have it done properly um, by a lawyer is kind of the price you pay for that peace of mind compared to that quick fix, cheapo um, outcome result. So, yeah. Look, that's exactly right. And the other part of the part of the picture is the advice that you get in the process of doing your estate planning. Um, so there are things that clients come in and say, so situations, a client comes in and says, I want to do a will, and you get talking to them and they weren't aware that they could do a particular thing or they weren't aware that there are things, certain things they should be thinking about. Um, and it's not till you have that conversation um, that the client actually really knows what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, because you wouldn't know, like you said, just um, like – tax and I don't know stuff like yeah and and no one's really walking around thinking about this stuff but it's I, I guess why I wanted to talk to you about it is I wanted I want people to have a conversation and I want people to really consider that um especially if you um are a parent that has kids with disabilities you know like we won't go down that rabbit hole today maybe another time but just having your affairs in order you know um who's going to look after your kids like you know, these are these are tough conversations, but I think they're conversations that people need to have. And once you have them and everyone is aware of it, it's kind of like organ donation, you know, like let people know your wishes, let people know what you think. You only have to have that conversation once and then it's done and it's better to be done this earth side than, you know, not knowing and then having a big mess um, to deal with. So it can just be, like you said, quite empowering and, and literally that conversation get the quote get it done and then you know go and live to your 107 
Yeah, and look, the way that we approach approach planning is we don't want people to come in every every couple of years and have to change things. So we try and do really versatile um, wheels that respond to changes so that it can set you up. For some people, it'll, it'll be the only wheel that they ever have to do. Yeah. Um, because it'll respond to the changes that are likely to happen. Um, for some people, obviously, there are dramatic changes in family structures or, or wealth and family relationships and things, and it's appropriate to change a will. Um, but, look, done done well, you can you don't have to do it every five minutes. So for mine, it's a, it's a no-brainer to, to go and get it done. Of course, I'd say that. Um, but, you know, it, at least if you get it done by a lawyer – you know that somebody else has taken the responsibility for doing a good job for your circumstances. Now, yeah. you can go and go and get the post office wheel or, or an online thing, but nobody, no other person has an obligation to make that wheel work for you. And there'd be, if you look at those post office ones, no doubt there's a disclaimer somewhere saying that you should go and get legal advice. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, cool. Awesome, Reese. I wanted to ask you about starting a business, but I think um, maybe we can save that for another day because I guess um, even though we're talking about wills and I guess the whole premise of everything you're saying and what we're trying to say to people, we're not trying to say anything to people, but, um, you know, speak to a lawyer and have that conversation. Like you're quite happy to have a chat, maybe not you these days, but people will have a chat and, and like you said, kind of, give you some um, a quote or whatever and I think it's important to have the conversation and get the quote before then have to deal with something after and especially around um, starting a business or or early stage business but I think we'll we'll leave that for another time if I can invite you back another time if you're still like if I can pull another favor so um, I'll, I'll I'll wrap it up because I think this has been I'm really <laughs> I don't know why I'm so excited about wills, but I am. I think it's something that no one talks about, and that's the whole point of this podcast is to have conversations about things that people don't talk about to educate and empower them to take action. So, um, thank you so much for sharing that. And I still think find out who it was, Reese. Like legends, awesome, and don't give up. The marketer in me, remember, you got to like pump it over and over. Like uh, you should do it for Valentine's Day. Imagine that. Valentine's Day. <laughs> get the perfect why but like why get flowers? Anyway. Yeah, I'll is it time it. is it time to um add your Valentine to your will? That would make for some in- interesting conversation. Oh, look at you. Such a marketer. Awesome. All right, Reese, to wrap up, let's do some rapid fire questions. So can you tell us three things that you're into? Can be work or life related, um, at the moment that you do to chill out? Oh, look, at the moment, um, still still digging out of the COVID hole to chill out. I've been watching the um, early 2000s Battlestar Galactica series with my daughter, which has been very, very good fun. Um, but also love to love to play a bit of chess with the boys um, and a bit of table tennis at home with my eldest son. And look, to be honest, we've got a baby. We've got a 14, 14 months old. Yeah, about 15-month-old, 15-month-old baby. So don't get a lot of time to relax, to be honest. It's mainly chasing around <laughs> yeah. after her and being screamed at um, by her. 
Yeah, good times. Um, can you tell us your greatest work challenge at the moment? Oh, look, it's apples and oranges um, with work because, yeah, I no, I, I, I don't know. I, actually, it's going to be a pretty hackneyed kind of answer, but but time management is probably one of my Achilles heels and it's dumb because you can't manage time and yeah. and I know that and really it's about deciding what you're not going to do so you can focus on what you are going to do but I'm, I'm a time optimist and I always think that I've got um, more time than I do and I'm the kind of person that says okay I've got to be at a place at 5.30 oh it's, it's 25 past 5 I better start getting ready um, and for some reason have this stupid and completely irrational view that I will actually make it on time. Um, so that's probably one of my my biggest challenges, not just at work but at home as well. Oh, Reese, that sounds so familiar. I have that problem too and you need to read um, Ariana Huffington's Thrive. Right, I will look, look it up. Like she has a thing in there about like, leaving this thing early to get to the next thing late. Like, seriously, read it. It's got four kind of chapters. You'll love it. And that solved that connection for me. Anyway, last question, second last question. If you had a podcast, what would it be called? Uh, Shambleism. (laughs) Trademark that. Quick, get a lawyer. Yeah. And, um, okay, it's pretty obvious, but what would it be about? Is this a podcast? Is this really a podcast you have? What's going on? No, no, it's not something. Else. I think it would be it, it would be about about this chaotic life that we live. Yeah, yeah, shambleism. What a name! Seriously. All right, Reese, you have been a gem. I said twenty minutes. We're at twenty five minutes, and it hasn't even cut out. So we're on a vibe um, now. I'm not going to ask you to give any advice, especially that you're a lawyer, but if anyone could take anything away from this conversation, what would you want our listeners to action? I would say um, reach out, find a, find a lawyer that you like um, the look of in terms of sort of what they say or the kind of things that they do or how they say they work and just make contact with them um, and get a bit of advice, whether it be about your will or about starting a business, start building a relationship because a good lawyer is someone who's going to be in your corner for a huge amount of years. So yeah. start a relationship and, and look, the longer the longer that you work with a client, from my point of view, the longer I work with a client, the more value I can provide to that client and it becomes easier to help them. So the sooner you decide, yep, that person's going to be my person um, and you can start building that relationship, the, the, the more valuable it becomes to, to you as a client. Yeah. Well, that's a really nice way to finish up because, Reese, I think you are my person and you have done so many things for me and you've always supported me and I'm super grateful Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I know it's not sexy talking about wills, but it's very important. And, you know, I'm going to put all the details in for people to contact um, Belle Wood in Wagga and amazing firm, amazing people, both um, Reese and Nick and the whole team. Thank you so much, Reese. You don't understand how grateful I am, even with your COVID voice. Um, I, I, 
I'm glad we've done this because now it's like not another thing you have to reschedule. So free up a bit of that time. And, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm just super grateful for this. So thanks so much. And maybe we can get you on again another time and you can be our, our pod legal person. No, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. And look, there, there really isn't anything sexy about being a lawyer, which is why we, well, why I really like um, working for really interesting clients like yourself. Yeah, it, makes, awesome. it makes the job really interesting. Thanks, Reese. You are a legend. Right, you take care. I'll speak to you soon. I'd love to be back on. All right, thanks, Reese. Bye. Cheers, mate. Bye. Hey. Thanks for listening. We're on Instagram at on.plug. We only have Insta for now. But you can also go to our website, which is in the link in our Insta bio, and get in touch if you want to. If you want to know more about the marketplace, you want to be on the podcast, you have a podcast for us, if you want to support us, if you just want to say hello, just find us on Instagram or here and say hello.